Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team ever. Rams Nation, what's happening, what's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. It's the Friday edition of Lockdown Rams, and we're keeping with tradition, and we have the man, the myth, the legend with us, James Kroger. James, how you doing, my man? Woo, happy Friday, Rams Nation. I'm so happy to be back on the show. Thanks for having me, Bear, and thanks for keeping the tradition, big guy. Oh, yeah. We are glad to have you, my friend. And last week, uh, you know, thankfully we don't do an NBA podcast because we uh, were guessing what was going to happen. We both thought uh, the Raptors would lose game six and and hopefully win in game seven. But they won. So that's why we'll stick to uh, NFL, even though the draft is tonight. Anybody? uh, I know you're uh, a Clippers fan. Are you still a Clippers fan? Have you jumped to the Lakers now that LeBron's there? What's going on? Clips all day. I know the Lakers just got AD, but I'm happy about what the Clippers have going on for them. And I'm still pretty optimistic about Kawhi making an appearance back in LA for the Clips. So um, I'm sticking to it, man. And I'm going to stay faithful. Looking at the teams right now, yeah, I don't know. But I know that the Lakers right now, with, with the move of AD, are the favorite for next year. But uh, I'm, I'm still sticking with my Clips. Yeah, this is a fun time for the NBA. Kind of like the NFL free agency period when – Everything kind of went crazy. The Rams kind of hung by this year. They weren't really the big players. They waited uh, later in free agency to make some moves. And I want to talk about that because there's another potential player uh, that the Rams may want to have some interest in uh, after some news came out today. And since it's Friday, last Friday, we had some beers together. Uh, I'm actually out of beer right now, which is sad. I could totally go for one now that I mentioned it. But uh, we're going to keep it casual Friday. We're going to do a little, little TMZ Friday. Uh, We're going to kind of just do some storylines from some of the players, and I'm going to kind of pick your brain on some of that stuff. Uh, We'll share some clips from some of our players that are doing great things. And like I said, uh, you know, we'll start with TMZ itself. Um, There was a report that came out today, and Domata Petko was uh, out shopping in Beverly Hills with his family. He's here on vacation. Uh, He's a free agent, played the last couple years in Denver, was a longtime Cincinnati Bengal, D-tackle, kind of a big, you know, 300-pound guy that just stuffs the run. That's what his whole career has been about. But uh, he's a free agent right now. He met with the Lions last week, and TMZ stopped him in the street uh, to say what's up. And here's what he had to say, which made it kind of interesting. Damata, what's up, man? How are you enjoying your offseason? Good, man. Enjoying it here in uh, Beverly Hills with my family. Yeah, you look good, man. I think you just sprint across the street here, <laughs> across the crosswalk. I mean, uh, who, who do you want to sign with? You know, oh, are you, man, are you just have a, more years left? Yeah, I, have, I think I have a couple more years in the tank here. You know, I'm just waiting. Uh, had a nice visit last week with the Lions. So, okay, cool. Yeah, my agent's trying to work some stuff out, but we're, we're going to see, man. I'm, uh, just being patient with it and enjoying this time with my family, you know. Anyone else? Maybe an L.A. team? You're from L.A.? Dude, I would love to play here in L.A., man. I'm all about L.A. Grew up in Whittier. So, dude, right. if the Rams can call in our Chargers, man, I would love to do that, man. <laughs> would you rather be alongside Bosa or Aaron Donald? Oh, uh, man, I'd like to be with, the, with Aaron Donald, man. Aaron Donald? All right, Hell yeah, cool. that'll be dope. Well, what's, your, what's your message to McVay? You know, he's probably watching this. Uh, Coach McVay, man, your boy Domitai Peckle here, ready to go. And I would love to come out here, represent L.A., and uh, try to pursue that championship. So, man, it doesn't get any more clear than that straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, Petco says he'd love to come out here and play in L.A. Even said, you know, when asked about Bosa, 
or playing with Aaron Donald, hands down went right for Aaron Donald. Thoughts on this as far as, you know, the Rams, we've talked about their D-line next to Aaron Donald. Uh, we've got Greg Gaines, the rookie, coming in. Um, Morgan Fox coming back from injury might kind of rotate in there. Brockers. But what, what do you think about adding a veteran like this late in the year? I think, you know, at a high level, it'd be a good fit, right? If you think about the fact that we haven't really replaced Indomit and Sue uh, in nose tackle and uh, who's going to who's gonna kind of take that role, Brockers or what. So if you think about that, uh, you know, it seems like a really good fit. And the fact that we, you know, don't have too much cap space, but at the same time, this is what could be like a, what, two-something million dollar deal potentially. And if he's begging on TMZ, Coach McVay like that, maybe he'll get even lower. So if we can get a, a good price for him, I think it would be a good fit. Is it needed? I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds nice on paper. Of course, he would help the team having a veteran. He's 34 years old, so he would just add that value alone to, to this defense. Um, so I think that's needed as well. But yeah, dude, it's if if the Rams can make it happen, it's it, it'd be amazing. I think it'd be a great fit, and it'd be nice to have somebody with that much experience on the team if, if of course, we could afford him. Yeah, and that's it. I think really, and the crazy thing, kind of going back to what we started with, with the free agent market, is we let a lot of the big dollar guys go, not even really um, try to go out and get those guys. We waited, we got some veterans for really cheap, and I think at this point in the season, uh, and when I mentioned season, off season, um, that a guy like this is going to come at a discounted price, that if he hadn't signed by now, either there's not a lot of interest or his asking price is too high, so it's got to come down a little bit. And the Rams looking at, you know, potentially a one-year deal, $2 million, $3 million, something like that, where we've got a little bit of wiggle room to bring in a guy that's got, you know, that's played it at his level and actually looking at it. The last two of the last three years, he had a 78 and a 74 overall grade, and that's, that's the third highest and highest overall grade in his career from Pro Football Focus. He's also played in 350 snaps each year since 2006. So he is a guy you can count on to be out there, mm. but he's playing at a high level ball right now. Uh, I surprised Denver is going to let him go. They're going a different direction on that line, but uh, this might be a guy that could be fun to punch in on the line here to kind of go with Aaron Donald. And I love it when he said, basically, you know, didn't even hesitate when asked about Bosa, but it doesn't get more uh, direct than this. He's, negotiating with the Lions so we'll have to see what goes on with that and the Rams haven't even brought him in for a workout or anything like that but uh McVay is on vacation while we're doing our TMZ reports I think he's over uh I saw his girlfriend snapchat and uh you know they're out having some fun but the good thing about that conversation too is you know knowing that he's a veteran he's 34 years old he basically is also admitting in that uh, quote that you played that, you know, I know AD is a leader of this this defensive line, so I'm not coming in trying to be that leader of the DLs, of the D-line. So, I mean, the good thing is he just he just wants to get on the squad and uh, build that chemistry with the team. And in that sense, I think it'd be, be an amazing fit. There wouldn't be any sort of, uh, you know, ego bump in there or any issues like that. So it, it was kind of good to hear him say that he would love to play with, with AD. Yeah, and it's awesome to hear players saying, I want to come to the Rams so I can win a ring. Like, that's the level that the players in the league see the Rams being on right now. It's not just us in the media talking and being, you know, homers going, oh, the Rams are really good again. It's it's literally the guys in the league are saying, I would come here on a one-year deal and play. <clears throat> Obviously, they got to work out the contract and stuff like that, and the Rams have got to be interested in well. But if I'm the Rams... This is something I'm really looking into. I mean, the guy literally is saying, I want to come play for you. It doesn't get a lot easier to sell yourself. Uh, and also, it gives you a little bit of power in the negotiation when you know that. So we'll see what happens. I think this would be a great 
late add, but again, it's up to Les Snead, the boys, to kind of figure out where does he fit, how do they make the money work, and bringing him in. And and you know, like you said, we've we've got you know some young guys that are you know hopefully promised some time. I don't know if this goes against that plan, so we'll see how it all shakes out. Mm. Uh, but we're off and running on our TMZ Friday. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about Aaron Donald, some of the great things that he's done off the field. And finally getting some recognition for that. A uh, little Jared Goff story as well here on the Friday edition Lockdown Rams. James and Bear right after this. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Friday edition, Lockdown Rams. We've got our man, the myth, the legend, James Kroger, with us from Rams Podcast. We're throwing it down on the Friday edition. It's California. I'm hot. I mentioned the word beer earlier, and now I am craving one, but we're off and running, as I mentioned. So I want to talk. I was, we'll keep on the D-line because um, Aaron Donald a while ago uh, made a million-dollar donation to the University of Pittsburgh. In fact, uh, the school came out and said he was the youngest million dollar donor in school's history and that they were going to give him the ground floor of their practice facility which later and we found out was named the Aaron Donald Football Performance Center he was out in Pittsburgh to talk about what it meant to him and how he felt kind of being able to be a part of this here's a clip from Aaron Donald we'll talk about it after on the other side now it's it, it been a little bit of everybody that helped me get to this point and, and pushed me and, and helped me to um you know moment to I am, you know, Wayne Brown, guy I've been training with since high school. He always pushed me, always got me better, had me in the best shape of my life always. So, um, you know, when you got good people around you, man, it, it, good things come out that, you know, um, that's leaving a legacy behind. You know, when it's all said and done, when I'm no longer around, no longer, you know, doing anything, you leaving a legacy behind that's going to be there forever. You know, there's going to be one day when I'm when it's 20 years down the road, 15, whatever it is, they gonna see that name and be like, who's that? And then see the history of it, and, and that's the thing that's, that, that make you proud. So seeing your name on the side of the building like this, I mean, how much more does it mean being from here, having family here, having kids who are able to see this and see you? That mean everything, you know. Like you said, this is this is home to me. You know, this is this is the school that I watched on TV as a kid and I dreamed about playing for. Um, so for it to be here at, at my hometown. Um, at a university that I grew up cheering for and, and wanting to play for and, and, and coming full circle how I did, you know, um, it's like you, you can't write that story no better than that, honestly. So I'm um, just going to continue to work, continue to get myself better um, and hopefully keep doing a, a lot of great things, if, if not more, if not better. So I'm um, just going to keep pushing myself. All right, so that was Aaron Donald talking after uh, his press conference, the unveiling of the new Aaron Donald Performance Center at the University of Pittsburgh. $1 million went into it. Uh, James, instant reaction, Aaron Donald giving back, man. I love seeing this, and you know how much time that he spends there during the offseason working out, and the fact that he grew up there, he just felt like this was truly his home and the school he's been you know, like you said, dreaming about his whole life. He played there, did well for them, made it to the NFL, and he's completing that circle. And, and you know, what's important to him after he got that huge contract, right? He's got this money. He wants to make sure that legacy sticks around. The only one thing that I was like, people are still going to know who you are, I think. I mean, especially people over there. But, uh, you know, 20 years from now, you never know. But it's, it's great that he can contribute to a school that was so good to him and, and that he had such a love for. So it's something that he's – 
you know, passionate about as well. And it's just great to see once we were doing, you know, how many years ago, hashtag pay the man for so long to see him able to, to do this and give back. So super exciting. It was really cool to see and uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah. It's pretty crazy when you, you look at that and it's funny that you brought that part up of when he said 20 years from now, they're gonna be like, who's that? Cause that was one of the first things I heard out of that too. And was like, are you kidding me, dude? Like everyone knows who you are. Like you're going to, the the level that he's at and that he'll continue. He's like on that, LT Lawrence Taylor type of career path of, you know, setting unbelievable records and, you know, two time defensive player of the year going to be back to back to back to back defensive player of the year. How many times in his career? And, you know, he's got a unlimited uh, platform for for which he could really dominate NFL. So but that brings you back to how humble this guy is and the amazing fact of, you know, he still talks about getting better. And it's just crazy to think, how's this guy going to get better? He had 20 and a half sacks last year. Uh, the Rams continue to put people around him. You know, we talked about, uh, you know, getting a guy like Petco next to him to kind of stuff the run. But man, the the what he can do, it, he hasn't even scratched that surface. But um, a million bucks, man, that is crazy. I know he just got, you know, paid basically last year with an extension uh, that basically brought him, let's see what his extension, $135 million, $87 million guaranteed. So uh, crack off a million there. My question to you, James, is yeah, let's say you're Aaron Donald and maybe not the same situation of, you know, growing, growing up in Pittsburgh area and going over to school there, but are you giving away a million bucks to the college you went to? Uh, dude, that's that's a wrong question for old JK. But uh, I, it, you know, that's funny because I, I was actually thinking a few minutes ago of asking you that question. You know, I was thinking it's cool that he has something that he's so passionate about that he wouldn't have any issue giving away one million dollars. Of course, to us, that's so much money, but to him, it's not even one percent of that check that he received, or it wasn't one check, but his his contract. So, you know. It, <laughs> Me, I if I had grown up watching one specific school and ended up going to it, yeah, I can consider something like that. I what I do like is he's you know like uh, some celebrities just if they get paid like that they'll just take the money and throw it at random charities. There, it was something that he was actually passionate about. I know that he was involved with the project too. So you know school wise for for old me, I, I don't think it would be a school donation. I think I'd have to look somewhere else. But what about you? Would you? Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to ask me, James. That's why I threw it to you first. Uh, I was like, don't let him catch you off guard. <laughs> man uh but no i i think you know i think um unfortunately i don't think i would go to the university like i love the story that he tells right there and and it really meant a lot to him and so i get it for him uh but i guess i'm on the different side of you know these college sports and not paying these athletes and i understand there's a whole podcast you could do about that and breaking down both sides of the, the argument but um, you know, that football program makes so much stinking money to, you know, basically need another million dollars. He's like our youngest from, million from dollar donation. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And to need that money to go into a weight room and things like that, like, and maybe some scholarships, they don't, they don't really exactly say where all the money goes, but, um, I probably would do it. In, like you said, uh, not a random charity, but something that, that was close to my heart that I could be more involved with. Cause I think the university of Pittsburgh has enough money. Uh, that they don't need a million dollars from Aaron Donald. But again, his story is so cool, how much he loved that university, how much it meant to him. And really, you know, he was like a three-star recruit coming out of high school. So, you know, he looks back to Pittsburgh and saying, like, these guys gave me the opportunity. Uh, you know, he's he really grew as an athlete, as a person there. So there's a lot that's connected there. So I get it. I'm not knocking the guy from doing it. But I just, if it was my million dollars, I, I probably wouldn't give it. 
uh, to the college I went to. I also went to like 12 colleges, so it would be tough for me. I'd be like, what well, does uh, Bellevue Community College get it? Does uh, <laughs> Columbia College in Chicago get it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I'd give it back to the streets, you know? That's 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 where I learned my knowledge. But uh, no, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and then Aaron Donald's also up for another award, an ESPY award. Uh, him and uh, Todd Gurley are up for NFL Player of the Year. Mm. It's them two, Patrick Mahomes, and I can't. I want to say it's Drew Brees, but I could be wrong. It could be Tom Brady. It's another random uh, quarterback, I believe, in there. But any chance? I mean, we got two horses in the race here uh, with Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley. Any chance AD cleans this award out, or you think Patrick Mahomes? I think kind of the leading candidate there. Do you think he takes it? Well, he wins the award in my heart. So uh, in that sense, yes. But to be honest, I I think Patrick Mahomes is no doubt going to get that award this year. Of course, AD is just the most incredible athlete and one of, if not the best player. But dude, what, 50 touchdowns Mahomes had? He just had an amazing year. So it's I just can't argue with, with uh, Mahomes receiving that one. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, I'm not Although voting, I'm not voting for, him for him. Yeah, you're right. Mahomes, just the, the numbers why <laughs> I think it's one of only three quarterbacks to ever throw for 50 touchdowns. So uh, statistically, he had an amazing year, won the MVP, and he's doing it with flash and style. I think that's another thing that goes into it when you're looking at an SP award. But also the Rams are up for uh, best game of the year for their game versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, they've got a couple up. They got a couple Absolutely. opportunities to take home some awards for the ESPYs. If you guys haven't voted, go vote. I'd tell you where to go, but I'm not sure. I'm sure you can find out ESPN somewhere. Uh, but we got to get our vote. I voted on Twitter, so I've already participated. But uh, it, it'll, we'll find out to see if we can win any more trophies this year on the award side of things. And Aaron Donald, again, getting acknowledged for being an amazing human being on and off the field. So uh, what we'll do is we'll step aside. We'll take a break. We'll be back on our third segment. Uh, kind of finished it up with a nice loose topic. Jared Goff, what he's been doing on the offseason and, and uh, some of the news that he's been making. So we'll step aside. James Kroger, Bear Modern Lockdown Ram Friday right after this. Nation, we are back third and final segment. The man, the myth, the legend, James Kroger is with us. We are throwing it down Friday edition, TMZ style slash casual Friday, brother. Uh, we're having a good time kind of talking some of the off the field stuff that's going on here with the Rams and uh, some awesome stuff we talked about with Aaron Donald that he did in the last segment. Uh, but we're going to kind of lighten it up here. Jared Goffman, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. System Quarterback was out enjoying himself on a golf course, and he hit his first ever hole-in-one at Lakeside Golf Club in Burbank, California. Uh, James, one, have you ever had a hole-in-one? And two, how amazing is that? Oh, dude, I think it was actually on Wednesday, but I have I have gotten so close to a hole-in-one, and I'll tell you what it was. It was on the hole number three at Overlake Golf and Country Club in Bellevue, Washington. Do you know that that course and you know hole number three? We've had some battles there ourselves, but I don't know who if you're with me or not. But dude, I think it's I think it was about 135 yard par three. Jared Goff's was 160, I believe. But uh, I got so close, man. If if I had a little bit of wind working in my favor, it would have been the most exciting day of my life. But 
uh, dude, it's it's you know there's a little bit of luck to it, but what it does tell me is Jared Goff is Mr. Accurate, and that 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 is not only come to football; it goes to golf as well. But uh, you know, I, I know he's not an amazing player. I know he's pretty good. I, I know that he's trying to talk some smack with Andrew Whitworth, and he keeps telling him that he in the next ten years he's going to beat him. Andrew Whitworth is a big golfer, so I think he. I'm not actually sure how good of a golfer is, but uh, Jared Goff is. But um, you know, it's hey, good for him. Uh, I wish I could play around the golf with them, and I keep. It's very hard to say golf and golf in the same sentence over and over again. So hopefully, I didn't mess any of them up. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, a couple things on that. I think Jared Goff was in like a pro am tournament a couple years ago, and he got like second to last with somebody. It was maybe who he was <laughs> matched up with, but um, maybe he's improved in his time. But yeah, hole one, man, that is insane. And it's funny because you talked about hole number three at Overlake. Uh, Golf and Country Club, which is just outside of Bellevue, Washington. We both worked there for a long time. We got a ton of free golf, and it's it's actually weird for me still this to this day to go and pay for golf. I'm like, what? Did we used to walk off on the first tee as the sun was going down and just be like, we play as many holes as we could for free. I miss those days. But I had the same experience on hole number three. It was, like you said, 135 yards-ish. Uh, you sat up, almost it felt like on top of a mountain, hitting down onto the hole. And I and it's next to a parking lot and the driving range. So for you know for us it was uh, it, you got to be accurate. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, I grew up around golf. My dad and brother, everyone was a big golfer. And my dad is not the most patient person in the world, aka not the best golfing partner to go out with. And I used to get so frustrated because I sucked. I was a little kid. I sucked at golf. And my dad would just always keep your head down, keep your head down. And every time we made the turn at nine. I'd put my hand out and be like, dude, give me five bucks. I'm going to get a Snickers and a Coke. I'll meet you when you're done at 18. And I just, I literally quit golf for like 15 years until I came back to Overlake. 15 years is probably a stretch, probably about eight years. And it was my first outing in golf in like, you know, eight years or so. And we play in hole number three. I still am just kind of throwing the club at the ball and I hit it. It lands. Everyone's freaking out around me as if it's going to go in. It lips the hole and goes maybe a foot and a half, two feet out. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you almost got a hole in one. And, of course, in classic crappy golfer fashion, I missed the birdie putt. So I parted the <laughs> hole on a hole that I almost hold, hold, hold in one. And uh, it was definitely a humbling experience that golf always brings to you is being like, oh, my gosh, you almost got a hole in one. Oh, well, here's your par, you idiot. You don't know how to putt. Uh, so it was a, a moment of high and a moment of low in, in my golf game. But – I thought this was pretty cool, Jared Goff. That's a tough thing to do, even for people that are good golfers and golf a lot. Uh, so pretty awesome. Like you said, Mr. Accurate. I saw a lot of people tweet out and say he's a system golfer. thought that was a pretty good one uh, and got it done on the course. But this kind of brought me to my question to kind of close out the show. Uh, let's say James Kroger. It's the James Kroger Invitational, and you get to pick a foursome from Rams team. What three golfers are joining you on the course to go play golf? Well, am I trying to win or am I trying to have a good time? Let me see here. That's a good point. Because <laughs> okay, I'm, well, I'm gonna have a good time because not every day you get to play with four ramps. So, uh, so I gotta pick three because I'm including myself here, right? Yeah, unless you want to kick yourself out and be like, "Have fun, guys." Can you video take? Can me? I caddy for you guys? I'll, yeah. I'll drive the cart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I that sounds tempting because I'd probably be too embarrassed to golf with everybody even if somebody else sucked. But okay, to answer your question, I'd pick Andrew Whitworth, of course. I'd pick Johnny Hacker, 
and probably pick Jared Goff. And the reason I'm not choosing Todd Gurley is just because, you know, in golf sometimes I don't want anybody tweaking their knee. So uh, just looking out for him. Of course, I'd like to, to, to play with Todd. But if I'm going to pick my, my threesome to hang out for the day, it's going to be those guys. Okay, you brought something up there that made me think, and, and we'll get back to this because I want to do my uh, my foursome of the golf thing. But did you see Todd Gurley jumping on that, like those blow up uh, playpen, you know, like the little kids parties, you put them in the backyard and stuff. And he was doing backflips in one of those jumpy houses uh, just the other day, posted on his Instagram. And oh my like, gosh. it's so funny because people are so concerned about his knee and he's out there living his best life doing backflips and jump houses in someone's backyard. It was probably the coolest adult party that we've never been to. But uh, does that concern you a little bit? That, or does that make you feel better that he's that confident uh, posted on social media doing backflips in a jumpy house? It totally concerns me. It does not make me feel better. I think he's maybe trying to say, like, look how strong my knee is, even though we know it's kind of an arthritis-type issue, the strength that, that uh, he's probably trying to show by doing that. I don't know, man. I, I don't like it at all. Uh, it makes me nervous. I actually did not see it, but I saw a lot of people talking about it, and I saw some screenshots on Twitter. So that's how I, I heard about it first. But, uh, no, it does not make me comfortable. <laughs> I think he's maybe trying to show that he's just doing fine. But, dude, that, I mean, come on. I mean, of course, you know, Todd Gurley is 10 years younger than me. I'm like 35-year-old change. But like, be careful out there. Yeah, you're you're also a, a newly dad here, so you're Mr. Worrywart. And uh, yeah, I'm more, you know, glass half full there. I'm thinking, man, if he's doing backflips, you got to feel pretty confident to be pulling that move out if, if you know you've got this, you know, crazy contract and you're the star running back. And so it, it almost weirdly, it kind of made me feel a little bit better. You know, obviously you never know. Even if he was healthy, something could go wrong in a bouncy house like that. But, uh, you know, he's a, he's a superstar athlete. Yeah, and he probably knows that McVeigh's on vacation. So he's like, McVeigh's not going to see us on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I probably won't hear about it on vacation with a super hot wife. So he's, yeah. he's uh, I don't know, he's he's probably thinking he's just going to get away with it. But at the same time, don't they have these contracts where it's like they can't play, you can't play basketball and certain things you're not allowed, you're supposed to be doing? Them. Hey, man. Check, check the contract. Jumpy House isn't in there, probably. You know, he's like, he probably went through, he probably paid somebody to go through his contract and say, okay, tell me all the things I can't do and now make a massive list of what they did. Search Bouncy House. Yeah. yeah. And so now he's like, you know what? I'm going to live my life. And you'll see him like riding a giraffe. And he's like, dude, it wasn't in there. You didn't put it in. I'm going to do whatever I want. Uh, but no, I, it's funny because you said Gurley twists his knee and it got me thinking. So I'll finish with uh, my. Uh, golf foursome from the LA Rams. And I'm going to cheat a little bit. You didn't think outside the box. I'm going to invite Mr. McVay. Uh, Coach McVay is going to be in my foursome. Uh, I think I got to go with Jared Goff just because this is where the story originated and having some QB talk, kind of having those two together even uh, seems really fun. And then I, I think I have to go to the other side of the ball. I'd, I'd probably pick Marcus Peters because I think he would just make me die laughing the whole day and just his approach to the game. And like, you know, it's, it's golf is such kind of this calm, mellow sport. And he's such a funny character that I think those two worlds would uh, be really funny. And then my and then I guess obviously me and then I'm cheating here again because I'm the second person to go. So I thought of all this while you were talking. And since McVeigh is there. I'm going to have his girlfriend drive the cart and we're going to talk about Instagram posts and, and traveling the world. So uh, that's that's my foursome, my Rams foursome, going out and playing golf. And like you said, when we get back to the clubhouse, we'll have a, a Snickers bar with uh, uh, Hecker and, and Whitworth and, and we'll share stories. So uh, that's how my day would go. My only issue with your 
with your foursome is, you know, I for some reason I think Peters would would be talking during my my teeing off. So I don't know if uh, Peters would be quiet at the appropriate times, and I don't want to have uh, you know have an argument with him because he scares yeah, me. Yeah, that would be that's part of the game, I guess. He he'd kind of change it up a little bit. You'd have to you know get used to it. he's. Mr. Peters, would you, would you mind keeping it down before I'm teeing off here? He's doing like fake fart noises in the background in your backswing, just trying to get in your head a little bit. I like it, man. Keep it, keep you on your toes. And I hopefully, and watch him be an awesome golfer. I don't know at all, but I need somebody that <laughs> I need somebody that I can beat, you know. And I feel like McVeigh and Jared Goff would both beat me in golf, so I need someone around to like hang out in the bottom with me, you know, and be like, yeah, these guys are good, but whatever, we're having more fun. Uh, but Jace, man, this was a bunch of fun. I had a great time. Uh, we started this today with like, man, we, what are we going to talk about? We had a bunch of stuff uh, that we've kind of keep drilling. And we said, let's have fun today and, and kind of hit those TMZ stories and talk about the players and, and our situation. So, uh, had a blast. I always love when I text you and say, you, you good for today. And you're like, hell yeah. It just gets me stoked for a Friday edition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, glad to have you on my man. Uh, guys, don't forget to give us a follow LA underscore rambling bear. Jake. Kroger three. I think I got that right. Also locked on Rams and Rams podcast. Hit us up. Say what's up. Throw on some uh, questions for next time. I got James on the show next Friday and uh, James appreciate my man. You know what it is. That's right. Rams nation. You know what it is until next time. Peace. My nigga wins for love.